Hello, my loves. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. I've got my left and right hand with me today. Easton is fresh out the hurricane. Good morning. It and the earthquake. Wild, yeah, it was a wild weekend. <laughs> wild and wet. <laughs> wet and wild. <laughs> my favorite type of weekend. Is that why you're wearing that? Yeah, you don't know when it's coming back. You don't. You've got to be prepared. You're used right? to like blizzards, though, Easton. Yeah, that's why I have a face mask. I love how your hair is so thick, though, that you can see it under the hat. It can makes you? me so happy. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you can have, see like, a the bulbous hair. head. <laughs> but sometimes when I put it back in a bun now, the front goes up, and yeah. I look like I'm part of the polygamy tribe. The, the little the, bumpets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, the higher the bump, closer to God, baby. I know. I'm getting it big, too. <laughs> Jessica, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. This morning was wild. I'll put it in the uh, ache of the week, but good. Oh, I can't. I love your ache of the week. <laughs> Same. So before we jump into what was this weekend, right? Before the hurricane and what's that thing called? Earthquake. Earthquake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before those two things hit at one time and decide to have a dick measuring contest, let's talk about, so Bernice, Easton, you want to take over his dog who had the cancer? It never ends. It never ends. It really never ends. After the party. After the party. Wait, was it after the party? It was was Friday night. Friday night. The party was Saturday. Okay. What did we do Friday? You wanted to go out. Well, yeah. No, but Friday we, I was with you all day. You were with me all day, and then you were going to go out, and then I get a phone call, and Nisi had her stitches removed. Yeah. Lisa's so, pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lisa had it done, and the place was like, yeah, she can go back to her regular daily activity. Don't worry. She's great. So I'm like, all right. So Friday, she gets them out in the morning. I come home Friday night. I'm getting ready to go out, and I just lift her up to see if everything is all right. Her whole like the wound is just a giant gaping hole. No, gaping. <laughs> like no, it's ex- open. Oh yeah, like, it's open. It, Bloody. Yeah. Oh open. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at the hole. No, it I'm was still funny. <laughs> we started yelling at each other. It was a whole mess no, at the house. No, so he calls us. He's like, "You need to come over. One of her her wounds, wounds is open." And Lisa, mom goes, we, "Send a picture." <laughs> I go, "Just get the fuck over like, here." I was like, "No, no, no pictures. We dealt with this with the cat. Remember, yeah. my mom was like, FaceTime me." Right, 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 right. So I could tell in Easton's voice. I was like, we're coming. So we go over. I pop the door open a little. Easton goes in. But I was like, oh, the no. only thing I was asking you guys, I was like, is it bleeding? Is there blood? All I see. Blood. So like- blood. Blood. Because <laughs> that's my biggest fear. I don't do well with blood. That's why I could never kill anyone. Oh. Well, that's okay. not the only reason. My conscience <laughs> wouldn't allow it. The blood but also, really blood, I'd pass it. out. You and know? Then, yeah, they'd pass out next to the body. And they'd be like, well, we know who did it. <laughs> But uh, so Lisa walks to the house and all I hear is, is there blood and just a hand around the door with just a box of like bandages, gauze. And she goes, is it how bloody? And, <laughs> and I just said, there's no blood. I go, there's so no blood, but it's it was so weird. So it's like. It, it was in the shape of a vagina. <laughs> okay. Yes. Like this. Okay. This, and y'all. it's like no blood coming out, but it's just moving around her body as she, as moves. she moves. And it's under her armpit. So it's a very high mobility mm-hmm. area. Was right. she so, crying? Was she, no, she, she didn't even totally know. She's normal. like panting and stuff. And like, so now we're trying to put gauze on. It's in an area that doesn't like. It doesn't hold. Yeah. No, it doesn't you hold. You can't put band-aids on dog hair. So Lauren 
grows a pair of balls. It was crazy. She went grows some ovaries. Well, I, some ovaries. Because I, I never. It had to have been the the uh, the unisom. Oh yeah, she was one unisom. <laughs> I was one, and it was kicking in once even, I got there. Hey, you know, like, even ooh, oh, what's yeah. floating? What's floating? So, <laughs> so Easton's trying to wrap it. And keep in mind, y'all. Now that I have a kid, like I kick into high gear when I need to. Right. Right. Like there's been. There has been one time every mom has to call the ER or whatever, take their kid to the ER. I've had to do that before with Ocean. And I, I like, Lisa freezes up, right? I kick into, like, robot. I'm like, this is where we are. This is the code to get into the gate. This is where you're going to park. You're going to take a left, then a right, and then you're going to go up the elevator. I'm, like, very into it, right? Okay. So the bandage falls off. And I see it, and it doesn't bother me, which is strange because usually, like I said, I would pass out yeah. or black out. And so I'm trying to wrap it, and Easton's holding the dog, but he doesn't think I'm doing it correctly. So he gets all tense, and he's like, Lauren, this is how you do it. And I go, shut the fuck up. There, I was like, Hold on. In my I, defense, I'm looking at the wound, holding her butt and holding her head so she doesn't move. And they're just wrapping, and, like, the wound is here. And her ass is here, and they're like wrapping. Easton, over her, you're and I'm like, such a mm-hmm. damn lie. You're on the other side of the dog. I'm looking face, over. I'm She's face a foot to tall. face with the wound. All right, <laughs> we're up close and personal. <laughs> Yummy. I take the gauze and I'm wrapping it to perfection. Right, I'm wrapping on both sides on top of it because I know it is in a place that is very hard to like make it stay there. Right, she's gonna be moving around. Easton loses his mind. I'm kicking into high gear, right? Robotic. Robotic. <laughs> and I wrap that fucking wound like a champion. And then, and then I calm the room down. All right? We have this under control. I said, what we need to do is get butterfly tape from CVS. I'm in a bathrobe, you guys. Okay? I look like most people in L.A. at this hour on 3rd Street. <laughs> she fit right in. Perfect. <laughs> right in. You wouldn't have we thought go anything in, different. We clear out the place, right? I get all sorts of little bandages, whatever. I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself, Dr. Lala. We're walking out. We're walking out After of spending CBS. $80 on shit. Yeah, he's going to spend $80. This guy eating a chicken wing. I walk past him. We make eye contact as I pass. All of a sudden, a chicken wing comes <laughs> flying past my head. Flying past my head. And I look behind me like, what? And he goes like this to me. With that noise, (laughs) I die. Wait, if that isn't the most boss way to try and pick up a chick, whipping a chicken wing at her head, and then be like, yeah, there's more where that came from. (laughs) If we didn't have to get back to Bernice, it may have worked. I would have hollered. (laughs) I definitely just had other issues. I would have pulled up. Oh my gosh. So that was our night (laughs) pre hurricane. An earthquake. What did you say to him? Were you like, I just smiled. Like, oh, you smiled. It would have worked. I was kind of flattered. I was like, aw. Like, you want to get someone's attention that bad, you're willing to throw an animal leg at them. Right. Or a wing. And it still had an animal part. And I I don't waste a chicken wing. Did you eat it? So picked it up and ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Is Bernice, right? Or you call her Bernie? I call what? A, yeah. Okay. Bernice, is she Bernie okay? Is yeah, she she's good. okay? She, so Lala, Dr. Lala. No, we. Had, I mean, it? yeah. I mean, it was an open wound, so I had to go back to the vet the next okay. day. We called. Now. We called the ER, and they yeah. they said we're with a critical patient right now, so like we can't take care of your animal. 
And right. it wasn't, the wound wasn't like life threatening. So we took her the next, Easton took yeah. her the next day. And we just like wrapped it, made sure it was good, put mm-hmm. a shirt on her. And then now she's got staples. But oh. So she's, okay. She's yeah. better. She's, she's good. better. She's all good. is well. All is well. Dr. Lala. Easton's traumatized with animal I know. Uh, issues that have never... taken place. Are you ever going to get a break, Easton? No. And then Lisa, she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to take Bella in until like we need to. Until I... And I was like, until you need to. She needs to right yeah. now. Like. Bella's like fully blind. She is. Yeah, she sat in the elevator the other day. We all got off and she was just staring in the corner. And I was like, <laughs> Bella, we've all left. And she like turns around kind of. And I'm like, oh, sweet she's baby. Baby Bella. She's so cute. She's, she's right. so cute. Have you done your Mother's Day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cash back. I love seeing those Rakuten cash back deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Okay, so we were all fully prepared for the hurricane. We ordered Saturday night. I told my mom, I was like, we need to order groceries because God forbid this really is what they're saying it's going to be. We need food. And she was like, well, what kind of food? And I was like, healthy shit that we (laughs) can survive on. I was like, berries, avocado, all of the things, spinach. 
right? Right. Which is so not like me to get any of those things at the grocery store. No. Like maybe for Ocean, I'll get a few things. But like to feed the whole fam, not at all. Yeah. We have so many groceries. And I I have to say I was a little underwhelmed by the storm. (laughs) Were you? I mean. In my area. In my area. In your area. Which is shocking because you felt, and we'll get to it, I think you will get to the earthquake. But I was, rain-wise, I wasn't underwhelmed. I did think there was going to be more winds and stuff. And this morning when I drove through Los Feliz Street, I mean, that is definitely flooded in those areas. But yeah, it was not what I expected it to be. Yet I did come across memes that were like, you know, the entire U.S. is like, California, hunker down. And then it's like Californians and people are like on the beach and they're surfing. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to get some rain. That's so cute and cozy. I enjoyed it. I like the rain. Which is exactly what I felt. I was like, when I heard this was coming, I was like, oh, my favorite kind of weather. And Ariana, who's from Florida, is like, well, we should probably like not treat it that way. Right. This is like a real thing that's coming. Then it switched to like a tropical storm. And then I was watching Justin Martindale. He's a comedian. He's always on Heather McDonald's podcast. <laughs> he's outside and he's like, I'm very underwhelmed. <laughs> I was ready for my windows to break. I was ready to be oh, cute and cozy. And this is what you deliver. <laughs> Tropical storm, nothing. It's like a light drizzle where he is. Wow. you. So you guys were really, because I didn't think it was going to be, you thought there was going to be like window breaks and like trees falling well, over. I mean, you hear hurricane. that a hurricane's coming and I've seen Florida during a hurricane and I've seen a lot of other hurricanes, not just in Florida, but they seem to hit there a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Anywhere on that coast. And I was like, they're preparing us for that. Yeah. I do have to say with your food choice though. I feel like the hurricane is the one time you don't want to get the healthy shit. You want to get the stuff that's going to last right. on, in your shelf, in goods. your in, 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 frozen goods or on your shelves. Not even frozen. We had goods, enough though. of that. Oh, you did because if the yeah. electricity goes out, you want to get canned goods. You want to get cheese its chips. Oh, we had all of that already. Okay, babe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're I was like, we need something healthy, you know, to like. For the first couple days, right. whatever. Right. Anyway, sitting on the toilet, Lisa's taking the dogs out, and all of a sudden, the building starts a shaking. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I'm watching the plants all move. And so I get up. I fly up. I hold the rest of my potty, fly up, <laughs> pants off, and I'm standing at the doorway like this. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? And Lisa walks in the door, and she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I was like, I'm the same. I it was an earthquake. Because then the phone starts going off, like, prepare, Yes, did prepare. you see it? Yes, but I you, saw it. You saw it. it after the earthquake? No, it was happening in real time. Oh. And then you got the, the thing alert? Was going, I didn't see it. My phone was over oh. there, and it's doing the thing while we're moving, and I'm in the doorway, and Lisa's didn't feel a thing. Neither did I. When I was walking, I think I was walking when it happened, yeah. and I got the alert, and I, not going to lie, I was so sick of getting flood warning alerts mm. that I assumed and I just clicked it to shut it up. And I didn't even know. When I walked back and my roommate was like, did you feel that earthquake? I go, mm, didn't even know what happened. You didn't feel it at no, all. No, I thought that weren't, I thought that like the emergency was. Was a flood. A flat, like a flood again. And I was like, God, we know. See, I was, I heard West Hollywood felt it more. I was out to lunch in Glendale and I. What? Yeah, Yesterday? Was, yes. You I was, went out. I sure did. 
I sure did. I went out to lunch, but listen to this. I'm so scared of earthquakes, the thought of them. So I'm out to lunch with Anna, and she's sitting across from me. And just so our friends know, Anna's, like, very calm. She doesn't show a lot of emotion, very collected. So we get the alert, and it says, earthquake coming, like, like hide under the table or something. And I'm cover. like, we got to get down. Like, we're at lunch, and I'm like, everybody. And I'm just like, and she's like, you need to chill. Like, relax. And I'm like, no, 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 it's coming. Like, which table? I'm looking at the tables, and she's like, relax. And the people in the restaurant are looking at their phones and then looking at me like, girl, you're fine. And then so I sat there. I had the table picked out that I was going to hide under once it hit. And I'm waiting, and I'm, like, looking, and I'm like, okay. And a few minutes pass, and I'm like. you worry about the aftershock. The after, apparently there was, like, 12. Did you feel any? I didn't feel any of those. No. Well, Glendale, as far as I know, didn't feel the earthquake. All right. Well, there we go. (laughs) Yesterday was full of weak shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Wild weekend, though. <laughs> just, no one wins this dick, dick measuring contest. You're both small as shit. <laughs> just kidding. All right. So a lot. By the way, today was supposed to be a Disney day. Mm-hmm. All right. I booked out. We had Stassi's podcast up and ready to go. And then Bethany Frankel decides to come out with a three-part podcast with Raquel. So in honor of her doing this, I did as much research as Bethany Frankel did for that podcast, which was absolutely fucking none. I didn't listen to it. Seemed like a lot. I only listened to like my own podcast or like murder podcasts, to be honest. Um, so as you should. I only saw notes. Did you listen to it, Jess? I did. I listened to all three parts. Okay. I heard it was like 40 minutes of ads and maybe 20 minutes or maybe I got that mixed up. In like 20 minutes of interview. Yeah, it was it was frustrating. But I It was? Yeah. With the ads, you couldn't skip through them? No, it was the interview was frustrating. Okay, tell me why, because I didn't listen. I do have some notes, but yeah. just tell me what you gathered from listening. Um, she that she didn't do research, which was disappointing. Cause it's like it's one thing to be Howie. We love Howie, but like, yeah, Howie's not a Bravo guy. He's a, and then but then to be Bethany, it's like she's in the world. She I feel like she's a smart woman. She should have known. Maybe she did know and didn't care, but what it would take, the research that she should have put behind this interview. She should have, I mean, people, Scandaval was huge. Mm-hmm. You People went back and watched season after season. It was such a thing. And Bethany was like kind of doing the research while she was interviewing Rachel. And, um, and, and there was a, look. There was a clear motive that Bethany had, which is understandable. The reality reckoning, I want to hear about. Bethany clearly, she had an agenda. And it was, she kept bringing things back to like this reality reckoning. And it was like, that's great. Look, I want to hear all about that, Bethany. And I want to hear, I want to hear what Raquel has to, or Rachel, whatever, what she has to say. I, I do, but... It didn't work together. I want to hear, just because I don't agree with what she did, and I probably, I didn't agree with a lot of what she said. There are things that she talked about mental health, emotionally how she felt. I want to hear that. Dig deep. If you're Mm going to come out and do an interview, tell us. Ask the right questions. And guess what else I want to hear about? Reality reckoning. If reality stars can get treated better or they're being treated unfairly, tell me about it. Tell me how we can help change the industry. But these two together did not work. It's like Bethany wasn't asking the question. She kept bringing it back to like reality reckoning. I feel like Raquel was like 
things weren't matching up that she was saying, and she maybe would have dug deeper if the questions, the right questions were asked. I think she, her and her team maybe thought it was going to be, I think maybe she got a little bamboozled and didn't realize that it was going to be such a Bethany agenda. Anyway, I'm just, it, it just didn't work together. It was, yeah. it could have been a hit and it well, was it was a hit. No, it I, was, a well, lot of people listen. It wasn't a hit, like it didn't hit, but it was a was, hit. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. You know, yeah. people people went and they listened, mm-hmm. which amazing. And I say all the time that there are going to be moments where our voice is all we have. We have all been able to go onto a platform, whether it's our own or someone else's, to share our side of any story, right? Raquel absolutely has that right. And I'm happy that she finally got to take advantage of a giant platform to tell her story. I only saw clips. And what I gathered from it was Bethany completely exploited that girl yet again. Which is the total goes against everything she's preaching. Exactly. Mm -hmm. To me, she sat there and said, you know what? This girl is going to be easy to manipulate. Because I'm Bethany Frankel. She's floundering. She's going to be easy to manipulate. Her story is crazy, even though she brought it upon herself. And this is going to be the perfect way for me to place her in the narrative that I'm trying to create. It was actually really sad to me because I really liked Bethany Frankel. I felt like everything she said always made sense. She was a great arguer she was extremely intelligent what she built and then with this it was like we're all over the place and I think someone needs to intervene because I don't even think you know what's going on with with reality not just reality tv I don't think that reality television is for everybody it is a very intense environment if you are not mentally tough as fuck it can break you it definitely can Now, to say that Raquel was the victim of something, I don't know. What I do know is you made a choice to sleep with your best friend. She says they weren't that close. Your best friend's partner of 10 years. Okay? You did not have to do that. No one was forcing you to do it. No one asked you to do it. I felt like Bethany really tried to, like, push her in a certain direction And Raquel being someone who, I don't know if she got a diagnosis from that facility or not, she's very easy to manipulate. And you put words out there and she's like, yeah, that's how I feel. And it's like, but you don't. You're you're being told to feel a certain way and you're being guided in a direction that I don't think is healthy for you. I don't know why anyone would allow her to do that interview. She needs to take a lot of time. She needs to take like two years for herself. She's vulnerable. She's very vulnerable right now. Like for her, in my opinion, just get away from all of it and restart your whole life. Yeah. I'm I'm all about being a voice for the voiceless. But we're all grown-ass people who a contract is placed in front of us. We know the drill. We know what what we're signing up for. We're signing up to show our real lives. And I remember going to producers saying something is not right and then like thinking I was crazy. Mm. (laughs) They're like, that's not happening. None of it was on TV. The hope was to get away with it. In my mind, and again, I was not there. In my mind, there was a solid plan that 
there was going to be a breakup that happened between Ariana and Sandoval. And then they would come out and say, we spent a lot of time together and we actually think that we have something more. And then everyone's hands would be clean and it would seem like some flawless, you know, segue into a new relationship. Yeah. That's what I think. That's my opinion. I wasn't there behind closed doors. The The part about Graham was, I know I, I'm going to get heat for this. That was pretty upsetting to me because the things she was saying weren't adding up. She was like, oh, using all, making all these excuses and like he bites and we did this and then this happened. Oh, my God, you made all the wrong choices. Like the choices she was saying she was making and then she was like, well, James isn't fit to be a dog dad. It's like you made a really awful you made a million awful choices but you're saying this stuff with Graham and it's not adding up and that was like I don't know why it was so upsetting for me it was very upsetting and you know there's two things happening on what I've seen right the clips what I've read online there's a piece that is about perspective right James is x y and z as a dog owner Graham does this because of that perspective Ariana and I weren't that close Ariana says they were very close perspective. As an outsider, y'all seemed close, right? But it's all about everyone's point of view. There were things that she was then saying, and this is another reason why I I didn't feel like I wanted to break down every single thing, because in my opinion, it's time for all of us to disengage, right? And let her go and live her life and hopefully continue the help that that she needs. But there were things that she was then saying that were not perspective. It was this is li- this is a flat out lie, and I can't imagine that you believe what you're saying. So this part says, the following day, Lala and Christina came into my hotel room. She's talking about um, the Oliver situation, and they were like, "Oh my God, Raquel, that was amazing last night. You were reality TV ratings gold. You killed it. Like so funny. I can't believe you. You're so you did it. You're the best." That never happened. Raquel that night, after she said, good thing you don't have a man, went to her bedroom, went to sleep. The next morning, when you guys see her come into our room and she sits down and feels embarrassed, that was the first time we had seen her. There was no, we came into her room, told her she was reality TV ratings gold. This never happened. And this is not perspective. This is fact. Yeah. No one ever said this to you. Ever. Okay? Cut to the next thing. Raquel says when she considered returning for season 11 that she asked for equal pay with Tom and Ariana and asked the network to reimburse her for her treatment. I'm not going to speak about asking for reimbursement for the treatment. I don't know. That doesn't affect me. Day oneers are always going to make more than you make. Okay? That's just how it works. So there was no way that she was going to come in here and think that she was going to be rewarded with a paycheck and Bethany can say whatever she wants. And that's why I think she was, like, that's why I could see Rewarded with a paycheck for what you did because that's not how this works, okay? No matter what you do, the pay is the pay. All right? Send it to Daryl. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.
The next thing she says is that I purchased my home with send it to Daryl money, and I stole the house out from under Brock. <gasps> that I laughed. I <laughs> laughed at. But that. this is what I mean. This is where it's like, okay, share your perspective on things. But once you start combining your point of view with things that are blatant lies, you are getting a muddy situation. No one can trust what you're saying. And the only reason I knew about the home was because Barack called me and said, you got to get to Palm Springs today. The house next door is for sale. I remember the day. (laughs) They were like, get down here now. You and your mom had to literally get in the car and drive that day because Sheena and Brock or Brock was like, you got to get here now. Brock and Sheena were next door while I traveled for two hours, buttering up the owners being like, my friend wants this house. So what are you talking about? And I did not purchase the home with send it to Daryl money. Okay. Send it to Daryl didn't exist. I bought the home. My business manager was like, La, I really don't want you to buy this. You want a home in LA and this is going to make it so that like your budget is not as big for your home in LA. And I said, fuck the LA home. I want this house. I'm getting it. I need a retreat. So I bought it. Cut to, you know, because my team, they're very conservative because they know I I like some money and I don't want to go broke anytime soon or ever. So I told him, I'm just going to have to work a little bit harder. However many days go by and he sends me a message and says, what the fuck is this money that just came in about merch? And I said, let's fucking send it to Daryl. Just made up for the house and then some. (laughs) Okay. So I didn't buy the house because I got sent it to Daryl money and I didn't say, ooh, Brock wants this house. And why would he want the house next door? He's got a house. (laughs) Right. And he was over the moon because you were going to be there with ocean and like then summer. That was was such a weird thing. Even if Brock had the money. Yeah. He wouldn't buy it. That was a concerning. He, right. he would have called you a sill and yes. done the same thing he did. It was concern a concerning thing for her to say because I knew, okay, no one, she didn't misunderstand anything. No one told her this. So this is just a blatant lie. And that's when it got like a little concerning. She didn't, it's not like Brock was like, well, I was going to buy it. No, there was no, that's why I was like. When I heard that, I, like, laughed, and then I'm like, oh, oh, she's just, like, making stuff up? I don't understand what's happening. She's just throwing shit on the wall, seeing what and sticks. Seeing what sticks. I don't know if people told her this. If she's—my thing with her is she talks about—I want to get it right. I think the most disturbing thing is when I sent out the season desist from my litigator to all of the cast to not share the video that was taken without my consent. Lala decided to use that and be like, oh, my God, don't contact me directly. Contact my attorney, Daryl. And then she started making these sweatshirts that said, send it to Daryl. I guess that was enough for a down payment on the Palm Springs house. Raquel could have made merch. Raquel could have done a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I made money because I say funny shit. Off of what you said said. out of your mouth. Right. And by the way, I didn't even think it was that funny. But then I see Bravo fan pages creating Daryl merch. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is something I said. So I'm going to make the merch. And y'all are spelling his name wrong. So I'm going to also fix that Mm -hmm. as well. For her to say, like, everyone capitalized off of this, you could have too. You could have made shirts that said, Captain, steal your man. I don't give a damn. I'm about to bang your man. You could have made sweatshirts that said, good thing you don't have a man. Hello. I would have bought that. (laughs) 
Yeah. That would have been funny if you bought that and were wearing it around. Yes. There were so many things. You can't be upset when people decide to make moves and capitalize on a moment that's never going to come around again. I got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. I did a funny rant. And guess what? It hit. I deleted it nine minutes later and it still hit. Don't be. It's not disturbing. That's called being a smart person. And what angers me the most is she was she was so many people's favorite. And she had such a brilliant idea about this like line she wanted to start. And I was like, I have an amazing place that could help you get that started. Fabrics, different designs, textiles, whatever, you name it. Like, let's do this. And you chose when you were at a crossroads, you could have gone one way or the other and you decided to go the other. And the only person to blame is you. You can point the finger all day long. The ultimate decision was up to you. And I don't feel that she is someone who fully understands, like, consequences, the way you move. Like, to say that it's disgusting that Graham is being used as a storyline, bitch, what are you talking about? We're filming our real lives. You gave him You gave your dog up. James was called. It's happening during filming. We are filming our real lives. She said she thought that happened as to try and entice her to come back on, like, to come back on the show is what what I heard. So I was like, huh. It's a travesty that she didn't end up coming back because, I'm not going to say too much because we're in production. She should have come back. I think she would have been very surprised. And instead, she went and did this. She was manipulated yet again. By someone who says they hate Bravo, well, it's sure paying your bills still. Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. even is Skinny Girl? Like, yeah. <laughs> all I know you for now, like, what is Be Strong? What is Skinny Girl? All the things I looked up to. Now I look at you as, like, some girl who's like, I hate Bravo. And every other day you're talking about Bravo and bringing and, and exploiting Bravo celebrities. I'm allowed to do that because I love Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have to say, number one, Two things I got out of that. Number one, I hope to God Bethany paid Raquel for that interview. Number I one. bet I bet she didn't. And then when people started saying, like making comments about that, she probably did. Okay. And number two, I think Raquel is probably most upset about not being in the Uber One as Good as Gold commercial. Let's be honest. That was a hit. That was that song <laughs> I mean, did slap. That was that in the same time? Yeah. Yes. It was like yes. Okay. Everything started popping off when our show became very, very well-known. And you know, she said she brings you, um, she said, Bethany said, did anyone reach out to you? And Lala said, or she said, yeah, Lala did. She didn't give an opinion on it. She just said, Lala DM'd me or texted me and said, I, I'm here if, I, if uh, you need an ear or something. So that was something she said about you. She didn't say she loved it. She didn't sh- say she hated it. She just stated it and moved on. They moved on. Mm-hmm. Enough about that. Again, I do want to say Raquel is who she is. I think everyone needs to to put their um, their weapons down, let her go and do what she needs to do. She's clearly got Bethany Frankel guiding her, and I think you just keep them at bay. You know, you don't want the smoke. Once things start getting a little too hyphy, it's like, oh, oh. Oh, it's like if someone comes at you flailing their arms, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not flailing their arms. The flailing arms. Oh. I'm, I'm happy that someone, the silver lining is Raquel got a chance to have her voice heard. 
We all deserve that right. Even if you didn't like what she said, we all get that right to use our voice. Amen. Okay, I want to jump to what our uh, relief, well, your aches first, because I want to hear about your ache. And then the oh, relief. me first? Yeah, because I got to get to freaking Disney. My kid's ready. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about Roni. I was like, I'm ready. No, okay. no Roni this week. Sorry, guys. We'll recap next week. Love Two it. episodes. Okay, ache. The obvious, I'm just going to state really quick in the list, is obviously Lolita, then the fires and the weather uh, because of the climate everything is heartbreaking i had a good cry over lolita that's a thing that's heartbreaking but um just for this morning why i was very late to this podcast was because my dog is doing this thing now i love her she's my baby but she's eight years old and she she sits and on walks and doesn't move and she lays down, especially if she, we're blocks away, a mile away from my house. If she realizes we're turning around to go back, she sits and she does not, I can do whatever I need to. And I'm like, we got to go. I've tried treats. She does not move so much so that I have to physically pick her up. You know, she's, she's got a little, she's a little thick. Love her for it. Baby got back. Yeah, baby got back and she's like 40 pounds and walk, trudge her through the streets And she did that this morning. And I know it's because yesterday she was inside a lot because of the rain. And, you know. She didn't want to go home. She didn't want to go home. And I just, I don't know what to do. So if you're a dog trainer or no, DM me, please. Because she's a little bitch right now. And I love her. (laughs) But she's just wiling out. And that's my ache. And my relief is, um, oh, God, I had so many aches. My relief, my relief, my relief is... Doing this with you guys? I don't know. Yeah, I don't have I a really... relief. You today. have no relief? I have so many reliefs, but it was like there were just. What about today that it's going to be an easy day because we're going to be at Disney? That's a relief. That's because a... you had a you had a mega a mega Friday, remember? <gasps> oh, yes. We can't talk about it. We relief. can't talk about it, but my relief is having a special um, thing with the Birmingham family on Friday. And yes. that was Ooh. fun, and I can't wait for you all to see it. Right. I'm excited too. TT? You're up. What's the ache and what's the relief? The ache was, I think, the weather. Not your dog busting wide open with an incision? It's like every week. Last week it was her. The week before that, I'm pretty sure it was a cat. Yeah. So this I'm gonna podcast is up. all about getting vulnerable. <laughs> I know, but it's like I'll try to pick something else. But I guess Bernice, she's an ache. Okay. With that, that is one. And then the weather, because we put all of our furniture like inside – Moved a whole bunch of shit, and that was an ache. Okay. And nothing hit. You know, like if it was windy, I'd have been like, okay, glad we mm. did it. But we have piles of shit in our place now with no wind. Yeah. So ache is, it wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. The tropical storm. I was yeah. really wanting that hurricane. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Right? <laughs> I was looking forward to it. Everyone who's actually had like a crazy hurricane, hurricane is going to be like, no, no, please no. fuck off. No, you don't want that. <laughs> We're uh, from California. I know, right? I thought I was the one smiling at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go surfing. But my relief is uh, Disneyland today. That really oh, is it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm hoping that it. with the weather, like, everybody's not there. I know. And I'm just you gonna and me both. run these lines. I'm going to run these lines, too. Yeah. Like, I'm going to I'm running them. train on these rides, dude. Running oh, train on the ride. Yeah. Totally. So that is my relief. Love it. My ache of the week is also Lolita. She was one of the longest captive orcas um, at, did I say that right? Longest mm-hmm. captive, yeah. Yeah. Um, at Miami Seaquarium. 
Um, there was footage a few years ago when a hurricane was hitting Florida. Everyone was evacuating, and there's like an aerial shot of her just sitting there waiting for the storm in the tiniest tank you've ever seen. It's basically a swimming pool. A few months ago, we all got word that Lolita was being moved to a seaside sanctuary, and it was like the biggest deal in the world, right? She was ripped away from her family, put at the Miami Sea Aquarium. Everyone kept saying, like, we cannot wait 12 to 16 months. Like, she's going to die. And that's how long they were saying it was going to take. We all tried. We all tried signing things. And sure enough, we didn't get her out in time. So she did pass over the weekend. The second orca to pass away within the last week that was in captivity. Her brother died because he continued to ram his head into a wall until he died. It's It's disgusting. Please stop going there. I'm begging you. Stop going to any place who uses these animals as, like, like entertainment. Are you joking? What, you need to stand on an orca and have it waved to you? How depressing is your fucking life? Where you're like, ah, my life is made. Did you see the dolphin? Ar, 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 yeah. Emmy? God, like, it's watch so a YouTube video. Yeah, go to a fucking water park. Go to a water park on, like, a water slide. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the relief of the week is that Send It to Daryl was being mentioned on the number one podcast in the world. Let's Just be. <laughs> Send it to Daryl. ShopLalaKent.com. No, I was thinking about it. I was like, damn. They just talked about Send It to Daryl. And then she posted number one podcast in the world. And I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> you linked the merch in your story. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Obviously. It, you you usually have to pay for spots like that. I know. All those people, all those ad spots, had to pay. <laughs> Not me. I was all up in her mouth. For free! Like a dentist. <laughs> oh, Amazing. No. Anyway, I'm so happy that we got to come in and record this because I felt like there was time-sensitive content. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm going to head to Disneyland with my boo-boo. Happy hump day. Stay safe. And I will catch y'all next week with Stassi Schroeder. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.